0: Welcome to the Icons of Real Estate. I'm Tim Calloway. We have a very special guest for you today, Ken G from KIR Partners. How are you, Ken?
1: I'm doing great. How about yourself, Tim?
0: I'm doing very well. Uh, So we're talking about multifamily investing today, correct?
1: We are. Yes, sir. It's all we do.
0: That's all you do. You know what? I find that when it's all you do, you do it pretty well, right?
1: You know what? That's why we stick to what we know, right? We, right kind of, we try to get better and better and better at it every single day. And, uh, you know, it, that makes us uh uh specializing and very, uh very good at what we do. I hope.
0: Fantastic. Yes. Yeah, like, what do they say? Uh, Jack of all trades, master of none. There you go. Oh, that's it. That's it. So, yeah. so tell me, let's, let's start at the beginning though. Let's, let's talk about Ken for a second before we get into, uh, Okay. uh you know, what What you're investing in, how you find them and, and, yeah who who this is for how did you get into it i mean uh you know you and i had a little 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 banter pre-show banter and you know and i i discussed kind of what i had been doing in my 50 some odd illustrious years and how did you get into uh, multifamily investing how did that come about
1: yeah so i'll kind of tell you the story so i grew up in toledo ohio yeah. i got my undergrad from the university of toledo moved to cleveland uh, became a commercial lender Well, I went to school at night at Case Western Reserve University, small private school in Cleveland, Uh, got my master's degree in accounting, Uh, decided, okay, after five years of being a commercial lender, I wanted to be a CPA. So that's what I did. I went to work for Deloitte for seven years, Nice. Um, you know, got passed the CPA exam, uh, did a lot of M&A work, did a lot of uh, state and local tax planning, really, you know, as accountants go, as CPA work goes, the fun stuff, right? I get to do the fun stuff. But what what happened is, and, and by the way, during that time I had gotten married and I had one son, my my daughter had just been born. And what happened to me, it was in the middle of the night, I was uh, sitting with my daughter doing her night feeding, right? I was working at Deloitte, and uh, I just that time was just so cool for me because that's the only time I yeah. got to spend with her. Sure. which when you think about it, that's not cool. The only time you get to spend with your brand new daughter is in the middle of the night doing her night feeding. Why? Because you're working like a dog as a CPA. Right. So I said, you know, I, I it, it started, and what happened was my mind started to, to wander. I started to get frustrated. It started to really take away from the quality of that time I spent with her. Um, you know, as, as I just, you know, sat with her, I just thought, man, I want to put you through school. I don't want to have a ton of student debt. I want to be able to spend time with you actually during the day. You know, there's things that I want to do for my family that I just, you know, I felt like I did everything right. I went to school, got a good job, doing everything right. And here I am, I I can't see this thing playing out in my favor. And I said, man, I got to do something different. So I I spent a lot of time and a whole lot of money trying to figure out real estate. This is in the late 90s. So, you know, back then there weren't cool shows like this for us to listen to and to figure out how to do it. I had to go to local apartment association meetings and all kinds of really boring stuff, right. but over a period of three years, I got to buy three small apartment buildings: like a twenty-eight, a twenty-two, and a twenty-four unit property, and that was cool. I felt, you know, I, I felt like I was learning it. Uh, I, and what happened three years later? I sold those buildings, and that's that's what really was the game changer for me. I see i made half a million dollars selling those three buildings, half a million profit. So I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm still a CPA. I did this on the side. Right. I made half a million. I made more on the side than I have made being a CPA for those three years. And I thought, man, it's amazing. You know, I sat there with my daughter. I couldn't figure out how to put her through school. I couldn't figure out how I was going to stop working so hard. Guess what? I not only now had a plan, but I knew it would work. Yeah. And so from that point forward, I said, you know what? I have got to stay focused on real estate. If I can do this in three years on the side, just imagine if I committed all my time and energy to it. And so, you know, fast forward now 25 years from the day I started, uh, you know, I'm, I'm thrilled to tell you that we've helped hundreds of investors do exactly what, what I was able to do. Obviously, I no longer work for Deloitte as a CPA. Deloitte's a wonderful company, but sure. I no longer work for, as a CPA you know, this is all I do. And uh, I've been able to put my kids through school. I'm happy to report I'm able to, you know, spend, I made it to all my kids, baseball and soccer and basketball games, Fantastic. all because I made that decision to change my life. So I know that's a long-winded answer to your question, but no, you know, it really was a life changer for me.
0: Yeah, that's it. You should always share that, right? I mean, those 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 are the stories we want to hear. We, I'll say this, and I'm okay with saying it. It's my show. I'll say it. There's enough negative stories out there to to, to fill a million of these shows. So yeah. it's nice to hear a real success story. Uh, I I loved hearing it, and thank you for sharing it.
1: Oh, um, so friend.
0: so let's get into the meat and potatoes of the whole thing. You said sure. something in there that that I, I loved hearing that you know makes you feel good that you're able to do this for other investors now. So let's yeah. talk about the investor first a lot of people, we hear the term accredited investor. So let's go ahead and define, first of all, define what an accredited investor is and and what that means and why that's more your target market or who this is best for.
1: Yeah. So uh, it goes actually back to, everything's a story with me, sorry. So what what happened was growing up, I I had a very humble beginning, right? I grew up in a thousand square foot, three bedroom, one and a half bath house. It was a rant. I mean, it was nothing special. I didn't have a country club Rolodex. I didn't have any of that stuff. So as my career in real estate kept going, at some point I said, man, you know, I could do this so much faster if I raised money and syndicated or used a fund uh, structure to do that. I said, but here's the problem I don't know a lot of people right. with money. And so I had to figure out how I was going to outwardly market what we do. And so when you look now at this SEC exemptions that are available, so there's basically two exemptions. One's called a 506B exemption. One's right. called a 506C exemption. So basically what it says is it gives firms like ours access to regular people who want to invest, and it gives people who want to invest their money access to us. It, there's the Jobs Act of 2012 opened that whole process up. But right. under 506B, you could have accredited investors in your fund, you could have some non-accredited or accredited investors in your fund, but you couldn't outwardly market your fund your syndication and I'm like man this is this is tough because I, I my rolodex is empty I don't you know relatively empty I don't have it so I got to do some marketing well that's what 506c came along 506c said you can market but you can only let accredited investors in your fund or in your syndication or in your investment right. or whatever it is so I wanted I wanted to tell that story as to how we got to that accredited investor store part of it now you know, so what does it mean to be a accredited investor? It means basically there's two rules. There's a other little ones, but I'm not going to get into those. You either have to make $200,000 in the last two years and expect the same this year or 300 with a spouse or rule number two, you have to have a, a net worth of a million dollars without counting your house. So right. if you meet one of those two standards and you're able to just somehow do something to prove it, right? Usually your CPA writes you a letter or something like that, and we put it in our file, then we can, then we can let you in our fund, let you into our syndication, and uh, we're off to the races. So the SEC made a little carve out, you know, I'd like to say for guys like me who had to, you know, really had to reach outside of his immediate right. circle of influence to try to find investors and and to grow our company.
0: Yeah, and, that, and that's really for everybody's protection. Right, Ken. I mean, the yeah. investor and 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 yourself. You know, as the company offering the the investment,
1: correct? It, it is, yeah. So, yeah. And on, on the investor side, I mean, you know, you want the investor to be able to afford to to do the investment, right? Real estate's not a liquid investment. I mean, I think it's a wonderful investment, but Perfect. you know, you can't call me up tomorrow and say, "Okay, I want out. Can I have my money back?" I mean, you just can't sell, do that. So, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. You can't you can't do that. Uh, so. It is important that the investor be, you know, equipped and qualified in terms of financially, and then from our standpoint, you know, it's important because we want to make sure that we're, you know, if if all of our investors were kind of living on the edge, right, and something were to go wrong, with that that's not a good situation for us as an investment firm, right? We don't want people to call, be in a position where they have to call us up and say, hey, you know what, I need to fix my driveway. Can I have some of my money back? See that's not good for us either, you know. We we want. I I'm all about matching uh, investors and investments, and so that that accredited investor criteria that kind of goes a long way to help us match those two things up.
0: Perfect, perfect. So let's go from investor to property. Uh, I think that's where people get excited. Most of my listeners get pretty excited. Um, How do you find your properties? How do you vet them? And are there parameters that you specifically look for that maybe others do not?
1: Yeah, of course. Um, so in our world, everything starts with the market. We, everything, most everything we do is in the Sunbelt growth markets. Uh, okay. More, we're really uh, focused on Florida. So when you look at a market, we want demand to exceed supply. And we, we don't buy the top, we don't buy the class A stuff, we don't buy the C minus stuff, we buy right in the middle. Right. So if you look at a state like Florida, there's about 900 to 1,000 people moving into the state of Florida every day. That's net, okay? That's, that's a lot.
0: Yeah. But here's
1: the thing. They're building in Florida, you would say, but yeah, they're building class A stuff. Yeah. So the, the people that are moving in, some of them are wealthy, but probably most of them are not. They're just ordinary people and they just want a nice place to live. But they're not building anything to accommodate that group of people. That's where the B-class properties come in. We pick up a B-class property. We can make it even nicer. We don't need to take it up to the A class status because because some of those people they can't afford that, right? We want to live in the middle, so we have this really big demand supply imbalance, and that's why we like that part of the market. We don't like the bottom part of the market because when there's recessions or anything that happens, it's unfortunate, but it's that part of the market that you know those people get laid off, they're living paycheck to paycheck, and it just makes our investment thesis more risky. Right. So we always start with the market and then the property itself. We're just looking for good properties. In good areas that we think that if we were to make them nicer, we can increase rents, improve the the, the quality of the property. And then in our world, in the multifamily world, if we're able, there, there's a pretty predictable relationship between more cash flow and more value, right? People are willing to pay for the cash flow. So right. we go in and make it cash flow better then the odds are that it's going to be worth more when we sell it than when we bought it.
0: Funny how that works, right?
1: It is. That's why I love it. Yeah. It's not like, you know, there's a lot of investments out there that don't have cash flow supporting them, you know, crypto and gold and some of those things, they just don't. And so their valuation is very different.
0: Right. Very different. That's a good word. Different. (laughs) Not better, not worse.
1: Yeah, just Different. different. I'll stay neutral.
0: There you go. Perfect. So let's, let's get into how you find the property. I know, now I know you mentioned, you know, the, the, the what you look for and the dynamics mm-hmm. of the property. I'm talking actual physicality, yeah. um, you know, boots on the ground. You have realtors. I, I, I've talked to other companies yeah. and sometimes they have realtors that bring them deals. Sometimes they just have, you know, uh, internally in the office, someone on yep. a computer all day and they have a uh, parameters to go by and boom, they found it. Let's go look at it Hop on a plane you know how how does that work in your office or for you guys yeah
1: so so in our world it's all about the network
0: okay
1: most of our deals we get through a, a broker um you know we're we're buying 80 to 250 units so it, you know there's it's possible you can find an off market de- deal here and there but yeah. you know in most of the good markets i mean there's a well developed broker pool of brokers that are super aggressive and you know what 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 matters is our reputation And as a buyer, you know, we raise funds, right? So there's a difference between a syndication and a fund. We raise the money first, then go buy the deal. So when we approach brokers, we say to them, hey, we've already raised money. We've got money to spend. Brokers know they got a buyer that can buy. They know they have a buyer that's experienced. And because they've dealt with us before, we know that we're not going to run their seller around and try to retrade them and all that. So it's, it's mostly the broker network that gets us our deals. And then oftentimes they'll find us a deal that is not marketed. That happens all the time, right? It, right? it just does because of our relationship. Brokers want deals done. That's the only way they get paid. And if they know we'll be fair with pricing and we'll treat their clients fairly, meaning their sellers, they're, they'd love to give us deals. And then of course we promise that on the way out when we're done, Mr. Broker, Miss Broker, you'll get to sell it for us too. They really nice. like that.
0: Yeah, they really like that. <laughs> they do, yes, sir. So I I, uh, I I don't know if I had mentioned this, but I am lo- located in Florida. I'm in West Palm Beach. Uh, so yep. I'm gonna ask some Floridian beautiful questions. area, man. yeah, area. definitely. Uh, I'm gonna definitely ask some Floridian questions. okay? Uh, so I'm aware of the numbers you were talking about, the influx of of people mm-hmm. moving to Florida. And I also understand the uh, demographic and the geography of Florida, and how, you know, the outer banks, what I'll call the the uh, coastal areas versus the inland areas versus the panhandle area. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a specific area that you find fits that B class versus A or C? And I don't yeah. to pinpoint like the state or anything like that, but if you could expound on that, that'd be great. I just love yeah yeah your take yeah.
1: On. So we, we tend to not buy in coastal areas. Okay. You try to stay five miles plus from the coast. I mean, it, you're in in Florida, so you know the insurance market right now is just.
0: Sure. a... I actually bad. live right on the intercoastal, so I I I get dinged constant. I mean, yeah, oh. it's, it's a constant battle. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, it sure is. It sure is. So so we we try to stay inland a little bit, and then in terms of where there's B class assets, I mean they're everywhere, man. Everywhere. They're everywhere. What what I what's important about the markets that we look at is we we like to have diversified income stream, right? So what we don't want to do is buy an asset sitting right next to Disney, right? What we don't want to do is buy an asset sitting right next to the the big huge military base in Jacksonville, right? Because right? it's dependent on one industry and you know, one, depending on one of anything can really be a dangerous situation. So we look for more diversity. Now, I will tell you, I mean, as you know, you go, we have a deal in Tallahassee. We're trying to get into Miami, Fort Lauderdale. I mean, it's just hard to find deals there. We're working on it. But those markets couldn't be more different, man. <laughs> right. I mean, just the, the the feel that you get when you're in the neighborhoods and the people, yeah. I mean, it's night and day. And I, I like that about Florida because it gives me diversity. Our last fund, we put a deal in Tallahassee in the fund. We put a deal in Daytona and we put a deal in Bradenton. Now, how's wow. that for diversity?
0: That's diverse. That's a, uh, uh, yeah, that's the, that's
1: a triangle. Yeah, that's what that is. is a triangle. It's yeah, it's a little cockeyed, but that's all right. A little
0: cockeyed. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> in, I could now now we'll just sit and talk about beaches and cities and stuff like that. No, I'm kidding. But uh yeah, people are always shocked at how many. Well, I'll say on both sides: people looking to move here, and then people looking to invest, um, you know, in in properties. That's why I think having someone like yourself to handle that part, it it it'll make you go bonkers because there are so many areas. In, and and I'll, I'll tell you what: in the state of Florida, and I came from the state of Arizona. I'm not a native to Florida. I've been mm-hmm. coming here since the '70s. Everybody knows how old I am, so that's no no surprise. But the uh, tripwires that there are in the state of Florida, yeah. you know, that that people can fall uh, prey to, uh, especially if you're an individual investor. So I definitely recommend if you're someone looking to invest in in uh, multifamily in Florida, definitely uh, look at someone who's put a fund together. When you, yeah, you look, yeah.
1: <laughs> look at us, yeah, look at
0: us. You Obviously, agree.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's hard. I watch people trying to break in, to buy, and it's it is very, very difficult. It just is because you know it, it's like anything else. The world revolves around networks and relationships. Yeah. It just does.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a great state. I mean, I I, I wish I would have moved here a lot sooner, uh, yeah. but but um you know, it is what it is. But that but there are a lot of pitfalls, and that's everywhere. Right. Of course. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not Mm -hmm. like Washington state doesn't have pitfalls when it comes to multifamily, but I think because there are so many here, I mean, there's just a lot of opportunity, a lot of opportunity. You go up and down the coastal, even five miles, you say five miles off. I, I think, you know, I still think to everybody else in the United States, they'll be thinking that's still on the coast, five miles (laughs) off the coast. But here, but here, I always tell my, you know, my friends when they come visit, I go, no, that's not the coast. Five miles, that's an eternity. You know, yeah, I feel yeah, like I'm yeah, down we, in Alligator Alley, you know, I'm, I'm five miles off, you know, that's, that's not the coast at all.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Our, we have, our property Daytona is probably closer than to the coast than that, but it, you know, it's in, uh, you know, what I care about are flood zones and things right. like that. That, that's what I care about because, sure. you know, nobody wants to be flooded. No, but, no. You know, you come back to it. You know, it's really good to have that demand supply imbalance. That's what it is. And you know, I keep looking every day and trying to figure out how can how can this break down? Like something really crazy has to happen. Like uh, suddenly they impose a massive uh, personal income tax. Oh, I don't think that's going to happen, right? And the sun would have to stop shining there. I don't know. The the beaches would have to stop being beautiful. There's so many reasons that people want to be there. Right, I, I can't right. see it breaking down, and I can't figure out how they're going to build B class assets. That's why I love it, because right. they're building the A stuff, but they're not building B because they can't afford to. That puts me in a perfect spot.
0: Wow, I never thought of it like that. That's pretty. That's pretty. That's pretty. It's
1: demand crazy. supply, man. It oh, puts my, you in a bear, yeah. a bear, a bull market. Yeah, and now right. you just have to try to not screw it up, <laughs> right? And you'll do really well.
0: Right. That's fantastic. Well how would someone get in touch with you now? I mean, is, uh, is the best way the website, do they call? I mean, how, if, 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 if we have an accredited investor listening now and they're interested in what you have to say, and I don't see how they couldn't be, but how would they get in touch with you?
1: Yeah. Go to kripartners.com slash invest. And, uh, that that'll give you access, uh, right away to, you know, our, our fund webinar, um, all of our fund documents. I, I did, I put a case study in there so you can see exactly what we did to a deal in Jacksonville. What did we do in terms of renovations? I take you through the whole thing. And uh, of course, some investor testimonials and things like that, that we hope will find useful, but KRIpartners.com slash invest is the best way to reach us.
0: Perfect, Ken. Well, can I always say the same thing? You know, I, uh, you're the hit record, I'm the DJ, I'm spinning the hit record. So Take us out the last minute. Uh, you know, wh- whatever on your mind, your heart, your soul, you want to share with those out there who are looking for an investment, or you know what the story that you started with at the top of the show about finding, you know, finding a way to to spend that time with your family. Whatever you feel that the listener needs to hear.
1: Yeah. So what I what I you know I've had a lot of time to talk to various investors about a lot of different things. And the number one thing that I always hope to do is to change someone's life. And the best way I know to do that is to remember, I'm a CPA, I'm a numbers guy by background. And that is to show them a way that you can put your family and yourself on a wealth building plan that isn't, I I can't say it's guaranteed, because nothing in life is guaranteed. But I look at this as a wealth building plan, it's not a get rich quick scheme, but it's a get rich almost for sure thing, right? right? So I've done the math on these, on these investments. And you just, you know, you put money in one investment, then you just keep rolling it over. And after 10, 15, 20 years, you can easily turn 100 grand into a million, two million, three. Um, 2,000,000, I know, because I've done it, I've done it for our investors. And if you think about that, If you're, if you can, if I, if I can convince a couple people to be more disciplined about how they do that and the plan they put themselves on, you know, in 20, 30 years, their kids are grown. Now they can really, really make an impact on their family's life because they will have accumulated a great deal of wealth. So if I can do that, you know, when you have the wealth that you need, everything else, you have now a lot of choices right? You can spend more time with your kids. You can spend more time with your wife. You can spend more time with your grandkids. You know, you don't have to put up tons of student debt to put your kids through school. So that's the message I would love to leave your listeners with. Just really look at this investment. What we do, look at it very seriously. Whether you do it with us or not, it it doesn't matter. But do it because I can't find a better way to really grow long-term wealth.
0: Sage advice, Ken. Thank you. Thank you so much for being on the program today. I really appreciate it Kenji KRI. Ken, I look forward to catching up with you over the next three, six, nine months this has been a this has been a great conversation and uh, you know definitely obviously I want to hear more about Florida investments and yeah. yeah but but definitely like to to have another conversation down the road.
1: I would as well. thanks so much for having me, Tim.
0: Have a great rest of the week. Be safe.